We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to uh, to Drew right now. How you doing, Drew? Hey, folks. Uh, so I called to uh, talk Eagles, but uh, super, I had a point on Michael Clay and a point on Carson, but super quick, uh, Rube, just wanted to say you do a great job on the uh, Phillies broadcast, and I'm looking forward to uh, hearing you again. Appreciate it, Drew. Thank you. Of course, you've become, you become one of my uh, favorite analysts, and you, uh, you do a great job. Uh, now, as far as uh, Michael Clay goes, I think he owes a big thank you to uh, Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon. I think one of the reasons he is back is because Sirianni thought it might be a little too much to replace three coordinators all in one off season. Cause I, I am definitely, you know, I definitely was not impressed um, at all with, uh, with what he did. Now I will say one thing that I thought was good was I thought late in the season, Britton Covey uh, looked a lot better and more confident. And I credit Britton Covey with that more than I credit Michael Clay. So maybe there's some development going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. But, yeah, I, I am, you know, definitely not thrilled that he's back. Yeah. Now listen, it's just me and John. Just, you'll, you'll know a lot more about this than me, but my instincts are the specialists in special teams. Kick returner, punt returner, punter, kicker, long snapper have less to do with the coach and more about just their own ability to do the job. It's the coverage units and the blocking units that's more about the coach. Is that a fair estimation, John? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it is. Uh, you're, you're asking one group, those kickers and returners, to do something very specialized, and they do that sort of on their own for yeah. the most part. Like, I don't give uh, then... Clay credit for Jake Elliott. No. I mean, no. that's Not Jake Elliott. Yeah. You know? No, the, the part that you need to be great at as a special teams guy is a motivator. You know, having your guys up, meaning, you know, like – frothing at the mouth, Crazy. ready to run down and cover kicks. Yeah. And I, I didn't ever see – well, with the exception of – I think there was, there was one, one game player, in there where yeah. we were really upset about the way the special teams was looking, and then all of a sudden they were tackling better. They made a concerted effort during the week to be, you know, just tougher, tougher football players. And that didn't persist. That didn't last. No, it didn't. It wasn't a consistent thing. That is his job. And, and – he did a poor job of it. 31st in the NFL by some rankings. I saw PFF had us ranked 29th in the NFL in special teams. That does not Disasters. renew your contract. Drew, give me an answer here for the use of a song in a movie. Can I get a quick point in on Carson, too? Sure. Um, yeah, so with uh, Carson, I think I think he's going to keep playing, try to keep playing, because I think stubbornness 
is a powerful <laughs> thing. And I, I'm not, I'm, to be clear, I'm not saying he's going to have this success. He's not going to. But I think he's going to look at, you know, guys like, you know, like a Kurt Warner and Carson Palmer and guys who have like a late career okay. resurgence and convince himself like, hey, I can do this too. And I don't think he will, but I think he's going to convince himself. Couple, that couple he interesting names there. Plunkett came back from the dead. Kurt Warner did. Yeah, it's okay. Interesting. I, I don't think that lasts more than about a year. Look, Randall came back. I mean, Randall was out of football yeah, for a year. Right? Rich Gannon. Rich I mean, Gannon. Rich Gannon was never yeah. much before, okay. but late career type. True. Interesting point. Give me a song and a movie. What do you got? All right, so I'm trying to step my game up. I know you didn't love my answer uh, yesterday. I'm going the uh, the graduate uh, sound of silence. Big answer oh, right it's a there. Big oh. answer. Yeah. One of three songs and in another that movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted one quick one quick point on the on the special teams. A little means a lot when you're talking about getting into the playoffs. If you do not have all of your things, your eyes dotted, your T's crossed, those things mean a lot. Obviously, meant a lot in the, in the Super Bowl, and I I have a lot of faith in Howie actually addressing that because I think they're sticklers for for those sorts of things. I think they're going to get better. Well, here's the problem though with that. It's great in theory, but here's the issue. And you know, Elliot made a point. James, do you buy the point Elliot made? Because Michael Clay could privately be selling Sirianni and Howie. Guys, you really think backups for us to be good this year? I'm sure he's saying that. Do you buy it, James? I mean, I think there's at least a little truth to it. And I thought it was interesting right before, Elliot, you bring up guys like Maragos and Brian Brayman and guys who were brought in just to play special teams. Matt Collins. Matt, so many of those guys. They drafted Matt Collins in the fourth round for that. So when Elliot said, I hadn't been thinking that way at all. But when Elliot said it, that was compelling to me. I mean, me too, because, John, I'll say this. It went through my head when Elliot said it. I'll just ask you the question. Who was the Eagles' best special teams guy this year? Yeah. Well, the the guys nobody that, jumps out for the me, guys no. that they lean into. The guys who were their core special teamers yeah. were guys like Andre Sacheray, Josh Job, Zach McPherson. McPherson. Wasn't he the one who had like yeah. a big hit? Yeah, That's the one a big hit. guy. No, Christian that, Ellis had the big hit. Oh, McPherson yeah, caught right. the, uh, but the it wasn't a consistent kick. Ellis yeah. was the one who, when they brought him up from the practice squad, that, made yeah. that huge yeah. hit. But like, no one did anything. No one stood out to me like, yeah. oh, that guy's a good special right. teamer. None of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Pascal, who was. Pretty integral. I mean, I wouldn't say he dominated special teams to any extent. No. I was very disappointed across the board with all those core guys. Let's talk to uh, John and Mullica Hill. Hi, John. Hey, guys. Great to hear you on the morning. Love to hear you since I didn't get a chance to hear you too much in the afternoon. So congratulations, and uh, I think you guys will do really well. Thanks, John. Um, quick, yeah, quick, quick points. Uh, I have a question for you guys uh, for your opinion and uh, then my song. Um, I, I love the pitch clock. I think it'll be great. I think the fans will love it. Um, I think it'll be, you know, make the game a lot quicker. Um, Flyers a little irrelevant right now. Glenn Rivers needs to go. Eagles, I don't know if I would have taken um, uh, the special teams coach back. Um, you know, every time we were sitting there watching a the game, I would be gritting my teeth as, as Covey would, you know, pull the ball in. And, and thank goodness he did. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if I would have done that if I'm the Eagles. So, John, anyway, John, John, fa- my my, John, my fa- real quick before your question, my favorite part of your call so far, you're like hitting all these topics, and just in about three seconds, you just drop in, flyers are irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> like out of Spot nowhere. the lie. He's like I'm he's pitch clocking the right next there. Update, he's the firing way. it out there like they, a pitch clock. They, they kind of, yeah, they kind of are. Kind of. Kind of. The head coach came out yesterday and said they're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, while like we, Jim Mora. Well, we basically knew it. I mean, they, they technically sort of are at enough close range that they, if they went on a roll, they could. 
That was very bizarre. Well, next thing you know, you're, he's going to say it was a scheduled lost season. Oh, so my whatever. God. Yeah. All right, what's, anyway, what's your question? My, my question is, um, for your, uh, if the three of you had a choice um, of a going to an away game. Five of, it, five of us take? here. Which three are answering the question? Uh, Kansas City, uh, Seattle, or Tampa Bay? Eagles you're talking about? Yeah. They're coming up for the season. KC, Tampa Bay, and what's the other one? Seattle. I'd go to Kansas City. It's probably going to be the opening night of the season. It's going to be the most expensive ticket. Right. They're going to they're going to raise a banner, so it's going to be an expensive t- ticket. If but, you're spending I mean, time there, though, Seattle's definitely the best city. Yeah, I've been to three. I've been to Kansas City. I would go to I've been to Tampa. Seattle's times. great. I would go to Seattle. Seattle's Absolutely. a great city. Kansas no City. Question. Seattle's right, awesome. Rube. Great city. Kansas Thanks. City. Here I come. No, no, just yeah. both the <laughs> revenge game. Seattle and Kansas great City advice. are incredible venues in terms of just. The crowd. Volume. Yes. The, the crowd's <laughs> involvement. Both places are awesome for that. Yeah, you can't go wrong, but I'd pick Kansas City. Yeah. All right, give me a big answer, John, for the use of a song in a movie. Okay, Joe, what young adolescent male wouldn't recognize in Fast Times at Ridgemount High <laughs> a young Phoebe Cates <laughs> yes. and, the, and the cars moving in stereo? Yeah. Can I just ask a question, though, John? And I just, I'm okay. going to be honest. What makes the scene? The music or the breasts? <laughs> well, the music at, at first, but, you know, doesn't anybody <laughs> knock anymore? No, it's a, great, it's a great answer, John. I'm playing with you. Hey, good answer, man. Good phone call. 215 I'm just saying. 94-94. By the way, uh, I am delinquent here because Seltzer told me about an hour ago i got to start doing a better job pumping up time's yours. Time's yours, a segment we do near the end of our show every day, 945. Uh, here's the phone number. and Put this in your phone. Anything from the show you want to react to, anything anywhere in life you want to react to, including the games at nighttime, like John at the James Harden clunks a three at the end. And like, bang, you just pick up the phone. And say, I'm going to call Time's yours. And then you, you can make the show the next day. Uh, 215-238-4500. Put that phone number right there in your phone, 215 238 4,500, you can dial it daily. Do you ever get calls with, like, expletives in them? Well, seltzer. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Bleep them out. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, we can have fun with that. I might. Oh, yeah. Let like loose. Bleep. The time is yours. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a little careful. Uh, time's yours. A little careful. Yeah, we can only do so many bleeps in a row without it, you know. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, all right, so time's yours. Get the calls in. Joe to Cameron Generosity Plus, up ahead. Uh, how about it? Richie, for the first time with the, the new morning show here, has put together a song. What song it is, the quality, I think it's going to be very good. We'll find out next. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Update on 94 WIP. Back to the WIP Morning Show with Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie on Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is a great scene. Poor Carbone, what did he ever do? Is he, is he the one whose wife uh, bought the coat? No, I think Carbone's wife buys the coat, and De Niro's like, go home. You know, get, take that coat off. Goodfellas is a great movie, man. It really is. Jada Cameron, John Ritchie on what has been a uh, busy Tuesday afternoon. A lot of topics on the table, including the Eagles season. And, uh, you know, as I've said, and, and John disagrees, but I think it's going to be super difficult for the Eagles to be as good next year as they were this past season because, you know, they're going to lose players. And primarily they're going to lose players on defense. And we'll find out in the next, you know, two to three weeks who they lose and who they keep. They'll be able to keep some of them, but it's going to be difficult. That's That plus reaction of the Sixers last night. Also, Carson Wentz uh, released yesterday by Washington. Nothing surprising about that. Today's Twitter poll question of the day, uh, sponsored by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck, he- truck headquarters. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Today's question, having already made well over $100 million, do you think Carson Wentz will choose to be a backup quarterback or retire soon? A, be a backup quarterback. B, retire soon. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. And as you heard in the update, and, and Rhea with uh, like a dagger of humor, <laughs> like a, it was like a knife in there and twisting it. I just wanted to remind people. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Michael Clay thing was a disaster in 2022, and he got a new deal, and somehow he got a raise. So an awful lot to react to. Let's go to the phones. Ruben Amaro with us as well. So he'll be, um, you know, with good frequency on the show. We're looking forward to that. Let's talk to Craig right now. Hi, Craig. Greetings to the best dog on morning show in the world now. How y'all guys doing? <laughs> doing great, Craig. <laughs> Craig, it's good hearing from you, man. You were a great call in the midday show. Great hearing from you. Exactly, fellow. Hey, I, hey, Rhea, Southwest Philly, stand up. Nice. Are you still there? Yes. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> I'm in South Philly, but I grew up born and raised in Southwest. Southwest. That's right. That's where we are. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, so hey, yeah, just because, yeah, first time calling y'all, man, I tell you, boy, whew, the Super Bowl hangover is unreal. You know, you know, I kind of put it in perspective uh, how I feel about it. Um, think about this, uh, everyone. I just want to throw this out. Okay, we got beat basically by Mahomes, Kelsey, and Andy Reid. But to make it even worse, Mahomes was on one leg, and I, it, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, it's just unreal. And, and here's what scares me, everybody. We know that we're going to take some losses with people, personnel, and things like that next year. The the linebackers, if we don't get some linebackers in there that can run, like those two linebackers on 49ers, we're going to continue to be soft in that middle. And when you're dealing with surgeons and and, 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 and Hall of Fame-type coaches and stuff like, like Andy Reid and these guys, they're going to destroy us up that middle. And that special teams thing, that Michael Clay thing, that is just a joke. I cannot believe he got a pay raise for the, for the way they played in the Super Bowl. That yeah. guy, I wanted him fired, to be honest with you. Special teams has been a mess all year. Yeah. So – yeah, you know, that's where I'm at with the Eagles, yeah. You know, uh, what you Craig, yeah. we, it, it's so tough to say exactly what we've got in the linebacking core. I, aside from I know T.J. Edwards is not secure in his future here. I know Kaiser White is not secure in his future here. Uh, 
there are linebackers. You know, like Nicobe Dean, we you mentioned him. He can run. Sean Bradley had a solid year as a special teamer. The question was whether he could run. But guys like Kyron Johnson, who are out there on special teams, I'm telling you, I marveled, Craig, at Kyron Johnson's want to. He's one of those guys who is first down the field on every coverage unit, and I appreciated that. He showed toughness. He displayed the kind of special teams mentality that we are looking for. So it's it's possible that there are young guys who are waiting in the wings who are re- more ready than we realize. Man, I sure hope so. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's gonna be, yeah. It's gonna be tough though, Craig, because right. they're gonna have a hard enough time keeping starters and and paying starters. You know, having good quality backups for special teams. I'm not holding my breath for it. Craig, give me a big answer here, man, for the use of a song in a movie. Oh man, I got. I know y'all since y'all like the classics. Let me. I don't know if it was said yet, but uh, did anyone say uh, "Simple Minds"? Don't you forget about me in the Breakfast Club? Ooh. Oh, that's a good answer oh, wow. too. Great answer. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Don't that's got like a chance to be a winner. It does. I don't like the movie, but it's you know, a great club? song. Don't. Really? Really? Just it's a good we've answer. Been, wow. We've been through this with him. Yeah. It's a, wow. It's a strange. It's American. I, I just <laughs> well I, said, I, true. Listen, yeah. I, here's the way I'll put it. I don't get it. I was irritated as a viewer. Like there was just a lot going on. I was irritated by. I mean, believe you were me. Anthony Michael Hall, weren't you? Look, I caused a lot of trouble in school. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But I just Judd Hirsch is annoying me. Is that his name, Judd Hirsch? Yeah, no, yeah, Judd yeah, yeah. Nelson. Judd Nelson. Judd Hirsch right. is in Taxi. Yeah, yeah Judd. Right, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> totally different people. A little bit older for that role. Yeah, he's in the movie. <laughs> I, the principal. I mean, I know that's the, the the thing. I get it. That's the movie dynamic. But I just like if you're talking Rat Pack, I'm a uh, not Rat Pack. Rat Pack. Rat Pack. Yes. I'm a much bigger fan of. Uh, Sounds like it might have like hit a nerve almost. that movie for you. It's just irritating. <laughs> Just irritated. I think it made it a nerve, John. I think it made it a nerve. Let's let's go to Tom. Something deeper here. Although that's a great (laughs) song and it's a great use of the song in a movie. I will I will grant that. Terrific. Tom, right now, Tom, you're on WIP. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Just wanted to uh, first say first time caller, but loved you guys in the afternoon. Uh, Absolutely happy when I heard that you guys were coming to the morning. So congrats and and looking forward to listening to you. Thanks, Tom. No problem. Uh, just wanted to touch on the Carson Wentz thing. I think it's pretty obvious he's done. He's cooked. Uh, I think he'll get one more opportunity maybe to compete for a starting job, but I can't see him being a backup anywhere. I think uh, a couple of my team, I think he's a little toxic. He's selfish. He's not mentoring and bringing a guy under his wings to uh, – Really help them along. Well, that's the thing, Tom. Uh, look, backup quarterbacks and backup point guards in basketball, it's usually guys that coaches enjoy having around, even if they have declining skills or never really had great skills. You know, it's, 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 look at Kevin Ollie. He was like a backup, backup point guard for 5,000 years in the NBA. One of those years was the 01 Sixers. Because coaches like having him around, you know he's not going to be great, but he's going to help the starters. He's going to he's going to push him in practice, and you know it's just is Carson going to be able to? John Carson is, can never be same, one of the same guys. as backup catchers. Yeah. You backup that, that, catcher. Yeah, you want You're that? Right. You want that guy to be a solid team player, yeah. and I don't know that Carson Wentz is that guy. Yeah, you don't want to. He's pay. not well, that guy. You don't want to pay. He was a mentor. That guy. He you know, was not that guy no. for a long time here. But there were signs at the end of last season. What was the story that Carson was helping out? Was it Sam Howell? He was hooking up Sam Howell with oh, a 
a, a box for his first opportunity to play or something like that. You Maybe bought it that? was even Taylor Heineke. You bought it? Well, I buy that he's going to have to, if he wants to stay in this league, he is going to have to adjust his mindset. I think it's been slow on the uptick, but he has learned that he's not the guy he once was, and he's adjusting. Look, I'm not a Carson Wentz fan at this point, but I do think he can learn to manage this new role if he wants may, it. May, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's maybe. got to have some one-two in it. I'll be surprised if it happens. Uh, give me a great answer, a song, and a movie, Tom. Tommy. Yeah, I'm sorry. A song and a movie. There. What do you got, pal? Uh, did you ask me my, uh, my my movie and song? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, it's got to be Ghost and uh, oh, Unchained Melody. Oh, boy. Wow. People are coming up with some big ones. ones. That Holy is moly. a big answer. That is, that is massive. That's a haymaker. How about it? First time breaking news during the morning show. We, John, we don't get much breaking news during the morning we show. Usually so it's midday and afternoons this type of news breaks, but let's find out. Breaking news on WIP brought to us by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free. With DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo, Privacy Simplified. James, what do you got? Uh, Eagles, uh, not unexpected, but Adam Schefter, the Eagles are promoting QB coach Brian Johnson to offensive coordinator replace Colts head coach Shane Steichen, per sources. Well, not unexpected at all. Mm. Um, they should have led with that over Michael Clay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just to soften thought. the blow? <laughs> yeah. So leak that blow. first. Do you yes. think they're about to Man, announce maybe. defensive coordinator, uh, <laughs> yeah. D coordinator, it's three in a row? Like, wait, wait until they have the third and just line them all up. It makes sense. Do you think they actually kept Clay in part because they wanted to keep some solidarity, you know, like rather than have three quarters? Well, Drew made that point. I thought that was an interesting point. Excellent call. And I, yeah, I I just can't imagine keeping the guy who coached you to the 29th best group. Can I just throw this in there? Because you guys know this is a theme I've hit over the last month and I'll continue to. There's another. Reason It doesn't define at all, but there's another possibility. It's another casualty of going far in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you're eliminated from postseason contention when the regular season ends, you get to try to hire the, the best of the best, whoever's available. Mm-hmm. You, but, did you just call going to the Super Bowl results in a casualty yes. of going deep in the playoffs? Yes. This is Michael Clay, we are casualties of him being back. Uh, because they played a football game in mid-February. But you're making it seem like going to the Super Bowl no. wound up being a bad thing. No, I'm not oh, saying I will it tell is. You, there's but, a lot of whispering you can do. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that you can do. And I wouldn't be surprised that Howie and but, others are doing that But, Ruben, well. maybe. But here's where it gets tricky is, are you really going to convince Person X, whoever that guy is, like, yeah, we're going to hire you in, in late February. Just sit tight and maybe trust us. I think it can happen. It can, but it's not easy. I mean, if the guy, nope. bird in the hand, what's that saying, John? Bird in the hand and beats Worth two, in, two the in the bush. I mean, if I'm offered two jobs, Ruben, and one is maybe I get it at the end of February and the other is I get it January 10th, I'm taking the job January 10th, probably. Uh, uh, hold I'm on, though. Hold on, though. Like, really? You would take that job if that was going to, I don't know, the Houston Texans? Over no. the Philadelphia <laughs> no, Eagles, that's an like, extreme case. Okay, but, but still, but yeah, it's a case. The point you gotta, you I get gotta your factor point. in. I get your point. I do. Speaking of John's points, John likes to uh, do a little music from time to time, and when he does, it is exceptional. It usually is. Coming up in one minute, you will hear John's first rendition of a song in this the morning show. That's coming up in one minute.
Join me now and bet pro and college hoops, golf, hockey, MMA, and more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The official sportsbook for the real sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that I have recommended on air for the last several years. Bet on more than just the score. Bet player and game props and so much more. Bet player performances. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game. Bet on player points, assists, and rebounds. Check out Pro Basketball Futures. At plus 1,000, we've got the fifth best odds to win it all. Our center has the second best odds to win the MVP at plus 400. And I think this will finally be the year he gets the recognition he deserves. Join me now. New users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app and start playing instantly with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. See betparks.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, Joe DeCamera and uh, John Ritchie on this Tuesday morning. So, Ruben, you and Rhea and everyone listening that hasn't heard John before are going to start finding out what James and I have already known. Mm-hmm. That our guy, Mr. Richie, who's he was in a band for many years, probably was driving his parents nuts growing up. You the know, love juices. Yeah. Banging out music in yeah. the in the garage really? or something. It must have been awfully popular back in the day. Uh, with the ladies. We weren't we weren't a good band. <laughs> <laughs> Still you had to be popular. Uh, well. <laughs> debatably. There you go. Well, he certainly has some talent, at least when it comes to music. Let's listen. Richie has put the, John. What's the song you put together here? Turn the page. Ooh, Bob Seger, right? Bob Seger, Metallica. Wow. They both did it. It's a little bit of a blend of both. I love it. All right, let's listen to it. Richie's first installment of music on the morning show. Here is John Richie. Little turn the page. Times Yours has something to say about it. Reminder, Times Yours, you can call during the show 
calls during the show can make the uh, the Times Yours line by the end of the show. We, we have Times Yours every day at about 945. So get the calls in. React to what you just heard from Richie right there. 215-238-4500. John also might have just won Drop of the Week this week. I mean, at least a portion of it maybe gets played in Drop of the Week. So get those calls in the Times Yours. 215-238-4500. Very, very well done. Let's go back to the phones and talk to uh, to Chris right now. How you doing, Christopher? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Great, Chris. Good. Hey, John, that was awesome. I was singing along with you while that song was coming on. Sweet. And I was hoping to get to talk to you because I'm driving in my car, left 7 o'clock this morning, and I'm on my way to Clearwater to go watch some baseball today. Oh, oh nice. wow. Great. Yeah. So your timing was perfect, so thank you. So, yeah, I can't sure. wait to hear the crack of the bat. You know, hey, Rube, um, I want to hear the crack of the bat. I want to go see some baseball. I mean, um, I'm still a little numb over the Super Bowl, and um, this this will help today. This will kind of get me over a little bit of that still heartbrokenness over the Super Bowl. Great time of the year, man. Clearwater's just – it's a real special thing, man. It's cool that you're getting a chance to do that. Yeah, yeah. And my son's 19. I took him down there. I used to go every year. You know, when he was two, three, four, and five, and I've, you know, I've got balls signed by Utley and Rollins and Howard and Picks, you know, Cliff Lee, you know. I mean, it was just some of the awesomest times ever to spend with my son. Now, now he's 19 and, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's all grown up. So, um, but yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Carson Wentz here, too. And I, and Ree, I don't know if you remember, I called back when, um, the Monday night game when, uh, they were coming to Washington. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Angelo almost fell out of his seat because I, um, because my dog's name is Wentz. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's so unfortunate. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and you know, it's like, and when I saw that news breaking yesterday, and I was like, good, 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 good. Because I hey, mean, um, hey, Chris, real quick, so, just so you know, man, if you yeah, yeah. if you change his name to Foles, he'll be a better dog. <laughs> yeah. I just call, uh, one of my one of my buddies is also noise, an Eagles on. fan. Just calls him Bog now. So you know, we just kind of you know, call him whatever. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of glad he's out of the, you know, out of, you know, I mean, he's a dope, you know, he, uh, you know, he ruined us, you know, I know there's a silver lining and everything, but you know, uh, but he ruined us. And, you know, uh, you know, I, I named him that the day when we went to the Super Bowl, and I thought he was going to be the next coming, you know, wow. and it was just a heartbreak. I'll tell you this, Chris, um, he, he, he got Doug fired and I don't, I don't yeah. think the Howie thing probably got too close to him being fired, but Howie could have gotten fired because of it. Because as, as many mistakes as Howie made, and he certainly made them. The reality is Howie was not as bad as he looked because he believed yeah. in Carson, paid him a lot. If Carson had just played average, that 2020, that 2020 Eagles team would have been an 8-8 eight and eight kind of squad. They plummeted yeah. to 4-11-1 and one because Wentz was literally the worst quarterback in football that year. Yeah, I have to give Howie, you know, he's overcome a lot of adversity. You know, I mean, a lot. I, uh, I was a downer. I was a downer on him for a long time, but uh, I'm a believer now. Interesting. Chris, give me, me a big answer, man. A, a song and a movie. I, not a theme song, well, but the use of a regular song and a movie. I hope this is not taken because I think this is a good one. You've lost that love and feeling in the Top Gun movie. Wow. Oh, excellent. Man, oh, man. We <laughs> got some serious haymakers being tossed. See, Chris right there is a cautionary tale of never naming one of your animals after a current player. Yeah. You should wet like I had a cat. Unless it's Chase well, or Doc or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. I but right. somebody like Carson, who's like one to two years in, like I had B Doc as a cat had for ten years, long after Brian Dawkins had retired. Yep. Yeah. No. Right, good point. Rube, so I named my this. dog after a sandwich. 
Well, that's can't safe. Can't go wrong. That's yeah. safe. Yeah. Good old Ruben. Rube, you negotiated a lot of contract, a lot yep. of players. If you're Howie Roseman and you know that Carson fell apart in part because of injury, not entirely, but in part, does it make you hesitant going into the Hurts negotiation? Hesitant maybe, but there's no question in my mind that this guy is the exact leader you want to win for many, many years to come. This guy is I, – I, I've been on this guy since last year. I believed in him. I didn't know whether he was going to be able to make the steps that he made. The, the fact that he made the steps that he made in, in, in this season, this past season, it's just extraordinary. I, I, I cannot believe – and obviously John can talk, to the, talk about this a little bit more, but for the most important position on the field and maybe in sports, for him to make these kind of leaps uh, – Physically and emotionally and mentally, uh, th- th- this guy's just spectacular. He's a winner. Yeah. He's a winner. I want this guy to be my leader. I'm paying the guy. Well, I agree with you on that. I'll tell you this. One of the things, John, because we talked so much about Carson for so many years, and we saw the declining play, but one thing I think we did not focus enough on in 18 and 19, and this is a big problem for the locker room, or was, he's just, and I'm not trying to be rude, he's a dork. He's a dork. I mean, you're saying this is you're saying to the other yeah. 52 players, guys, this is our leader. Yeah. And then that guy walks in the room, and everybody knows he's a dork. Well, doesn't and, mean he's a bad human, but he's not going to galvanize the room. And there were, and it was strange. and Hertz does galvanize the room. He absolutely does. We all remember what it felt like when Carson was first injured, and the team seemed to really rally around Nick. You know, like holy right. cow. What's going on here? Him. They're they so they much more into this guy, and they than admired they him, Carson, and they liked Jalen the minute he walked into the building. Yeah, and that created problems. Yeah. I mean, Jalen was cooler yeah. than Carson was from the jump, and Carson was aware, just like everyone else was, that you know Jalen was favored in that respect. You know, Carson, uh, he doesn't. It, it didn't feel real when I would hear like, yeah. Fletcher Cox is like best friends with Carson Wentz. Like, did that ever no, really no. resonate with, with Lori? Oh no, 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 there was, no, no he there said was he also... was. They were super close. Yeah. Well, if he said it about two, then he lied about both. <laughs> but you <laughs> can't have you can't have two best friends. Well, Jason no, you, Peters and Jeffrey Lori. That's what he just friends. said. Peters, right? No, I thought he said like Fletcher Cox. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. getting I'm getting Peters and Cox confused. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just Jason Peters. Bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when guys liked Carson, I found myself more surprised than anything. Yeah. You know when they when they made a public display of like. For Carson, but then you I found sense, John, that it was strange. But it don't you think unrealistic? It was... But John, let's say you don't like me. Honestly, let's say you don't like me, which you probably don't, and you have to do a <laughs> post-show press conference. Yeah, let's say I don't. Seltzer, Seltzer, ask the question. Seltzer, you're the reporter. You work for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Show's over. You're interviewing John Ritchie. Hey, go ahead. Ask ask a question that John could not answer truthfully. Hey, John, are you and Joe best friends? No, not best friends, but do you like him? Do you like him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Nick, a lot. how is that? No, that's convincing. I was, I was, that was convincing. But you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, I take a lot I of that with a grain it, of salt. I get it. Uh, uh, guys say what they're expected to say in most cases, but there was something more to it. There were guys, Zach Ertz liked Carson Wentz. Well, that I Jason do believe. Jason Kelsey yeah. liked Carson Wentz. It just, it just didn't seem real. All right, to the phones we go. Let's talk to Bridget right now. Good morning, Bridget. Hey, morning, guys. John, you have a beautiful voice. I wish I could heard you play more. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Bridget. 
You're welcome, man. I hope you get a band back together. I'll come and see you play. Okay. I'll bear that <laughs> okay. in mind. Okay. Now, today I'm agreeing with John today because Hertz is going to be back, and I'm agreeing with everything you just said, John. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we're in great shape. I'm really yeah. excited. I, we should be thrilled about the way this is all shaping up. The experience of the Super Bowl, yes, it was difficult. It was trying, but in the long term, it will be beneficial for this group. Yes, I totally agree. Now, here is my song from the movie. This is I've seen this movie 10 times in the movie theater. I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing. Big time answer. Mm. Bridget, I've been waiting for wow. it all show. Wow. All show. Goodness. I mean, it, it makes the whole movie. Yes, they hated each other, by the way, in that makes, movie. Makes it worse, the, the terrible movie, Dirty no. Dancing? It's a great movie. And, but oh, great movie. It's, oh, oh, it's not. Oh, it was a great, great movie. movie. Spectacular. I'm mad with oh, you. Oh, my God. It's, wait, who doesn't like the movie? Oh, Me and Angie don't don't like, like Dirty Dancing. You know that. You don't like what it either, John? What no. I said was Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze uh. couldn't stand each other. That's what made oh, it Oh, that doesn't amazing. matter. Oh. <laughs> what matters is a great movie. No, no, no. What happened there was is that they had a disagreement before... They were making the movie, and then they worked out their differences. That's what the problem was. And do you know how they did it? Because, Bridget, I I was there, and I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Jennifer Grey said to Patrick Swayze, this is my space, this is your space. And then Patrick Swayze abided. See? All right, Bridget, give me – okay, that's a great answer. That could win. John, I could quote almost everything in that movie. That movie is – I wouldn't say that on the radio. Come on, man. Although it is so weird when Jerry Orbach says, you know, when I'm wrong, I apologize. And then he doesn't apologize. Exactly. He's like, if I'm wrong, I apologize. And he doesn't apologize. Like, oh, okay, Dad. Uh, uh, Jerry Orbach. I don't remember any of that. I love Jerry Orbach. That guy was awesome. I was forced to watch the movie by Joe because I lost something. (laughs) Yes, that's right. And I still resent him for forcing me to watch that. (laughs) Along with the, what was the Christopher Reeve, Somewhere in Time? Oh, yeah. The two two worst movies I've yeah, seen that was, in many years. Well, Ruth, I can't. Two. You can't compare those two. Come on, you, no, they're not on they're the not same level. They're both incredibly cheesy. Well, cheese is okay. cheese is one thing. There's nothing wrong with cheese. Yeah, a little Velveeta, good man. It's all good. It's all good. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So, uh, I got to mix the Sixers back in here because they lost the game last night, and it was really aggravating. And it's always extra aggravating when they lose to Jimmy Butler, considering the fact, John, he should have been playing for the Sixers last night. Yeah. Butler, for those that missed it, uh, had a big hand in the Sixers losing. 23 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. But more than that, he's a dog. And I don't mean the bad kind of dog. I don't mean, like, the big dog dog. I don't mean the, I don't mean the Derek Coleman dog or the Joe Cameron dog <laughs> Im- Im- impression. I mean, like, a dude that's got desire. A guy that during the... During the pandemic and the shutdown and the in the bubble was dribbling that basketball and annoying all his teammates in that hotel. And he kept dribbling the basketball and people beneath him kept complaining to the lake because Jimmy Butler would be in his room dribbling the basketball because he works on his game. He hones his craft. And last night he did it again. He wins the game. Sixers lose the game. Matter of fact, let's listen to the sequence at the very end. And made guarded by Adebayo. Double comes. Joel passes out of it. Harden for three. Too strong, and that will do it tonight here in South Philly. Had the open look. Harden unable to convert. Jimmy Butler and the Heat survive. It's just so aggravating. To lose to that guy is so aggravating because he should have been here. So I thought, all right, let's go back because – John, you might remember you know this. How loud from, that brick was. It was, it was. I mean, it was a thud. <laughs> it was a thud. It was a big time back iron brick. 
Doink. Um, so I thought, right, let's go back to that. Um, you might remember the text thread. Euron Weitzman, who wrote the book on the Sixers process, he put Great out book. Yeah, he put yeah. out a, a tweet last spring or summer, whenever it would be, when the Sixers lost to the Heat in the playoffs. And it basically, it was like, let me tell you what really happened with the Jimmy Butler thing. Because we all kind of wonder, did Butler not want to be here? Did the Sixers not want him? Was the circumstances related to the Ben Simmons thing? So here's the detail. And this is nine different tweets. I'm going to try to move through this as quick as possible. He goes, uh, he's going to read them here. He goes, since uh, why the Sixers let Jimmy Butler go was a big topic today, figured I'd do a thread on what I've put together from the past few years. Some of this I've written about before, some not. Figured it'd be helpful to put it all in one place. All right, here's what he says. He says, first off, as Embiid basically said earlier this year, Simmons was not happy being put off the ball during the 2019 playoffs against the, Ra- the, Ra- the Raptors. He then goes on to say, because of this, Sixers management was worried how Simmons would handle and react to having Butler around and monopolizing crunch time playmaking duties for multiple years. Simmons never said me or Butler, but the Sixers were worried that it could one day reach that point. In terms of Brett Brown, it's true that he and Jimmy Butler did not get along, but my understanding is that in the end, Brown made it clear to the front office that he'd be okay with bringing Butler back. That said, the front office recognized that if Butler was brought back, it meant they'd probably have to get rid of Brett Brown at some point in the middle of the next season. Al Horford is an important part of this conversation. I know Butler called out the Tobias Harris contract yesterday. Again, this is last spring. But I think that's unfair. It's really Al Horford who the Sixers chose over Butler. The Sixers believed Embiid would miss at least 20 games per season, meaning they need a fill-in at center, and they felt Horford could do a good job defending Giannis in the playoffs. In terms of Embiid, He said multiple times that letting Butler go was a mistake, but my understanding is that at the time, he was not insisting the team bring Butler back. This was not an example of him demanding something and the front office ignoring it. And finally, John Yoren Weitzman ends this long tweet uh, sequence by saying one fun anecdote. By the way, I don't think anything's fun anecdote around here with this topic. One fun anecdote. Upon being told that the Sixers did not want to pay Butler, Apparently, Butler's agent, Bernie Lee, went on a rant to Josh Harris and told him he was making a big mistake. How is that fun? What kind of fun anecdote is that? Well, forget the fun word being used. The reality is the agent told the owner, you're making a big mistake. And they did. Huge. He was right. He was right. He was right. And this is why, like when we had the caller earlier, um, Rip and Daryl Morey. And believe me, I don't, I don't love Morey. I find him kind of smug and all that stuff. And I find the Sixers organization, because of the Josh Harris thing, in many ways, extremely smug. Which is really unfortunate because they got a lot of wonderful Sixers, but they're not the billionaires that run the show. And the billionaires that run the show are horrible owners. The, the reality is, it's really not Daryl Morey's fault the Sixers lost last. No, the night. mistakes were made long before he arrived. So here. long ago, long before he arrived. Here. It's Fultz. It's Ben. It's yeah. catering to Ben. It's Horford or Tobias over Butler. John, they did so much wrong for so many years. And yeah. when I watch a game like last night or the Celtics game a couple of days ago, this is why I say to myself: When all is said and done, there's going to have been a lot more that was said than was actually done. Yeah. 
Because they're they're yeah. not they're not going to win at all. As far as personalities, Jimmy Butler or Allen Iverson, I mean, to me, he's as close to an Allen Iverson as there was. And was there anybody better for the city than Allen Iverson? AI as a Sixer and fan? Doc. I mean, and Jason that, Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, you're talking creme yeah. de la creme of vibing with the way of the town. Yep. And by the way. Jimmy Butler was also really good. Really good player. I mean, it wasn't like he was uh, scrappy over. It's not T.J. McConnell who's lucky to kind of hang in the league. He was a legitimate top 20 NBA player. Yep. And dedicated to his craft. I mean, yeah, totally. AI was super talented and amazing, but Jimmy Butler lives, eats, breathes basketball. He's not going out. Yeah. He's pra- Like you just said, yeah. dribbling the ball around the, the hotel. Jimmy Butler's going to be a lot better in his 30s than Allen Iverson was in his 30s. Yeah. A- AI. Yeah. He is. He's already older than AI was yeah. pretty much when his career was finished. I agree. I, it's really disappointing. It's just so frustrating to watch that Heat team play like Jimmy Butler, too. And and to remember back and think we were a better team with him on because our team they're not because that good. we played more <laughs> yeah. like him. That's what's annoying. Uh, that was their best squad. And it was, yes, the, it was. It was the furthest yes, was. they got. It was only by a little bit more, but they got to a game seven. Yeah. It was the furthest they got in the second round. And it was the best. When they had those five dudes, they had Ben, they had JJ, they had Tobias, they had Butler, and they had Embiid. That was the best team they had. Yeah. Uh, they had the best chance. You know, uh, veering off a little bit here. Yep. Have you noticed that Tyrese Maxey, while he has the potential to play like a star, he never gets the calls like a star? Like last that night. That was a flagrant. Last night yeah. he fouled out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you never see that with, with stars. I mean, it's like they just get the benefit of the doubt. But, but more so than that, like he gets just – Ransacked. Like yeah. people are destroying him left and right, both ends of the court, and never gets a positive call. Well, it's frustrating. He's young, yeah. but but come on, man. He's got some cachet at this point. Yeah. It's hurting us. It's hurting our it bottom line. That he doesn't overturned. get more respect. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.